This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, you beautiful people. You're listening to Small Screen 90s, where me, AMJ, and... Chris Barnes. That's right, Chris Barnes. Talk about all your favourite TV shows from the 90s. And what do we do? We rate them. We rate them out of what number, Chris? Uh, 10? 5? 90. 90. 90. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would make sense. It's a ridiculous number, but it's a fun number, which reminds me, I need to get my pen and paper out or it's not going to work. So, here we are. How's your week been? Good. Well, I did two gigs in Canterbury as Mr. Feelgood. He's not here tonight. He's not. It's just you. No. It's not the alter ego. No. It's scary. How does it feel being in your own skin? It's it's a bit weird. I'm not used to my own voice. That's the only reason I, I did Trevor, because I don't like my own voice. But I'm getting used to it. But that is your voice somewhat, though. You could just put that on whenever you want. Yeah, that is, that is true. Has Trevor ever just come out like... Is it, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, he's actually a homosexual. Well, 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 not in that sense, but, I mean, um, have you just been in the shops, like, in a Morrison's, weighing up your pineapples and... Uh, Hello! Or something like that. <laughs> no, but if I've been with someone who doesn't know who he is, I'll drop the voice in to make it sound funnier. Be like, yeah, this will make it... But what are you doing that voice for? <laughs> I love the. I've done it. I've done it over a tannoy once at work. I did. I did Trevor's voice over the tannoy, and someone said, "Are you right? You did Trevor's voice." Yeah, it's normally where you work for. It's not like the NHS or anything like that. No, no, it's it's a retail company. which you don't want to name them? The question I need to ask you, Chris: Were you one of those posh people who had Sky TV as a kid? No, no, not until really, really late when it wasn't cool anymore. I wanted to watch The Simpsons when it was good, and then by the time I got it, it wasn't anymore. When did you get Sky TV? About the 2000s. 2000s, man? Yeah. Like, Simpsons would have been way past its prime by then. It was. That's about season, like, 13. Did you have Sky, then? I didn't have Sky. I had On Digital, which, uh, for all the listeners will know, later became ITV Digital, which then went bankrupt because it... Uh, made a really stupid deal with the Premier League and lost millions and millions of pounds. Wasn't that Johnny Vegas as well? Yeah, with the monkey. <laughs> so uh, he's to blame. Johnny Vegas took away my uh, digital TV. Sad times. Sad times, Mr Vegas. But one of the well, greatest acts in the country. When we got Sky, sometimes it wouldn't go on. Sometimes you'd have to wait for it to stop buffering before it'd come on properly. Awful. Most of the time. Like, that's the thing with Sky as well. Like, I think because everything was finding its feet back then, but also with On Digital, because there was no satellite dish, they had to install a brand new aerial. So there was like a 30 foot pole hanging out the top of our bungalow, just trying to get any reception whatsoever. And it still didn't happen because Dover is, as everyone knows, all the listeners, it's just like a little, uh, it's like a cave, isn't it? There was like a big old cave and like a chestnut. I believe. I believe that's what Caesar called it. Don't research that, people. I have no <laughs> idea about what Dover was called. I know it was called Hellfire Corner, and it's a lovely place. Recently, Sky One's gone, and I didn't even realise. They've named it, haven't they? Well, I don't know what it's meant to be now. I just went, it's gone, isn't it? It's so long since I watched anything on Sky One. It's like, <laughs> it's what is it called now? Sky Showcase, I believe. Oh, 
Ah, that all makes sense. Well, what, what's the difference? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, because I don't work for Sky. Nothing at all, I don't think. Probably not. I, I think, uh, just call it Sky 1. There was, no, was there ever a Sky 2? Yes, there was. You could get it on Freeview, I think. That's how it worked. Ah, those were the days. Freeview. Yeah. Oh, they had like three days we could watch Sky programmes on Sky 2, I think it was. Let's see. What a time to be alive. Wow. We're not here to talk about Sky all night. We're here to talk about three phenomenal shows from the 90s. The first one, we're going to go with an absolute kids classic. This was your choice, Mr Barnes. What are you going to go with? Mine was Made Marion and a Merry Men. On my podcast is a running joke because I used to play it every single week until Tony Robinson, um, with hand quotes, told me not to do it or I get sued because he's hard, he's hard, Tony Robinson. He don't have it. Uh, he wrote I... every single episode, apparently. I didn't know that until he did this interview. Did he do every single episode with Mr Tony Robinson? Yeah, he wrote it. Well, that's pretty amazing. And if I'm right, Man. it's CBBC as well. Which, I'm going to be honest, was better of the two children channels at the time. You had ITV or you had BBC. I'd always go on to see BBC. What are you going to get on ITV? Spats? Whoop. I don't want that. Crop bags. <laughs> crop bags? I was really annoyed when crop, when crop bags finished and ITV turned to Meridian. And I thought, my first thought was, will they still be showing crop bags? <laughs> I love that as well. That's such a kind of a thing for the youth game. Will they still be showing grot bags? I tell you, who made off like a bandit for that deal. Old Dynage. <laughs> Never look back. Bless him. And can I just point out, as every time I mention this, he is still alive. I can't go through another week of that. No, no, what you have to say is he's, now, he's alive at point of recording. He's alive at point of recording. <laughs> I don't want to kill him off, but eventually, he's an old man now. There's going to be a time where it's actually going to come true. Also, I like the idea of Fred himself listening to this, going, am I alive? Like, he's having an existential crisis. Well, what's this on iTunes next to one of my crazed documentaries? Oh, it's a podcast about the 90s. I wonder if Hal's on it. Oh, no, they've said I've died. Well, of course, Hal's going to be on it. How to? Because obviously, Hal's not the 90s. So, you being a young boy at the time, watching a bit of the CBB, see? Yes. <laughs> that it wasn't happen. even CBBs then. It was. It was CITV. Or, no, that was that. I don't know. We've done a lot of research for this. What, Semantics. What captured the eyes of little Chris Barnes before you were the sexiest man in Kent watching Maeve Marion and her Well... When I was younger, I wasn't allowed to sit up and watch Blackadder. Two, I remember this little snake coming across the screen every week and then it was time for me to go to bed. Or when the bill came on. When the bill came on, it was time for Barnes's bedtime. <laughs> Why did they let you see the opening credits for everything? I don't know. I saw... <laughs> well, no. No, the bill, you could hear it. Playing up the stairs as you went up. I was I actually walked side by side with my brother up the stairs just because we knew what it was. We just didn't want to watch it. Do you, I never watched The Bill. I don't think I've ever seen one episode of The Bill, but I, I've got a feeling you didn't miss out. No, well, I did watch it eventually. I liked it until it became like a continuous story. It's like, no, I want to watch one. Don't make me come and sit through a five week thing. You want to dive into the bill. That's the thing, like, you just want to go in, watch an episode and leave. Yeah. That's the problem so, with Netflix. 
They make it all so, together. It's all together. But when Maid Marian was on, I was like, oh, this is like my Black Adder. For me, it's got Baldrick in it. And it, it's quite funny. I don't know if the timelines were connected. I don't I think maybe Black Adder was before then. I don't know. But I remember going to bed when it was on. Was it the Wiggles to your Rolling Stones? Yes, it was the Wiggles to my Rolling Stones. I, I see, see. <laughs> that you liked it. And they've got a famous episode where they did a piss take of the Crystal Maze and it's not written by Tony Robinson. And everyone says that's their favourite episode. Gone back and watched it because I don't want to ruin the mystery of it because I know if I go back, never go back. Oh, this is sh- This isn't as good as I thought it was. This has been the big problem with this podcast. Of all this stuff that I really love, I, I've then gone back to explore and think, oh, this was great, and realised, no. And there's reasons well, we have things now, <laughs> such as respecting people's feelings. Well, to be honest, it is a kids' programme, Made Marion and Merry Men. But I think there's loads of TV shows. You can go on YouTube and find old things and think, oh, Charlie Chalk wasn't the uh, amazing thing I thought it was. It, it is just a clown on a desert island. Charlie Chalk, Charlie Chalk. Got a way of walking and a wacky way of chalking. Charlie Chalk. He can get you out of trouble, he can teach you how to juggle. That's Charlie Chalk. Yeah, Charlie Chalk. He rode a boat to sea to do some sleeping and some fishing. When he awoke, he saw an island. Was he breathing or just wishing? Walking in a wacky way of chalking, Charlie Chalk. Which is a weird concept. And why did he take over all those brewers' fairs, which always confused me? Like, like, you remember, though, like, there was always Charlie Chalk's play areas in a brewer's fair for for years and years. But, like, after Charlie Chalk was popular... Yeah, like, people are going, who is this? Who is this clown? (laughs) Literally. Charlie Dork. Uh... (laughs) But yeah, it must have been like five, ten years afterwards because I remember being like, we used to go to Brewers Fair or Beef Eater as like a birthday treat. And I remember spending my 15th birthday at a Brewers Fair and them still having Charlie Talk then. Charlie Talk, Charlie Chalk then, which is the same sort of time of Lincoln Park were knocking about. So I'm just putting that out there. That was what was on the horizon. The world was going to change. I've just Googled... Charlie Chalk play area, and there's a lot of fun there. <laughs> yeah, there was a badge, wasn't there? Brewers Fair. There's a Brewers Fair badge. I know this is this is audio, no one can see it. Do you, do you know what? If you are, if you've got one of those audio earphones, you'd love that. Yeah. You'd love that. I, he just looked crap though, Charlie Chalk, didn't he? Yes. Why? Why did he have Bill Bailey hair coming outside of his each of his each, each of his hats? His hat. He's only got had one hat on. Also. Why did why was his mate called Trader Jones and looked like he ran a cab office? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. That show, like I know we're not rating Charlie Chalk right now, but like let's give that a score out of 90. What are you giving Charlie Chalk out of 90? Uh 60. 60. Yeah. Well, well, this is it. So we're gonna do Charlie Chalk here right now. Charlie Chalk, you're gonna give it 60. I reckon we need to give it 10 just for the play areas. Yeah. I've just Googled Trailer Jones. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? He, do, he does look like he runs a cab office, doesn't he? Um, I love the idea of this as well already. <laughs> <laughs> this concept. It's in the we book. never said we would just do the three we said we'd talk about. We said we'd go on to other ones. Or did so, we? It's our format. We do what we want. What you want. If you've listened to this, with, with either of us, and you've listened to this for a well-thought-out concept, then why are you listening to this? Listen to... So uh, else, I don't know. What, three what, three words with Stuart Lee. He's on there this week or whenever this goes out. Yeah. All right. I'll put right it on now. Facebook. Well, so the first one in the book is Charlie Chalk with 70 out of 90. Ten of those points just came back, <laughs> opening those little playgrounds. And May Marion and a Merry Men. I'm going to give you the scoring of this. You've got to uh, I'll review it with your eyes today. 50. 50. But now I, d- I don't want to give it less than Charlie Chalk. It didn't have any play areas, did it? That's the problem. No. 
No, if there was a main Marion play area, I'd write. But there was a female character before it was cool, before you changed every character into a... Oh, no, Maid Marion is a woman, isn't she? And all that. No, but she was the lead. She was the lead character. Was it Robin? It should have been Robin Hood in these Merry Men, but they made Marion made Marion. They didn't turn Robin Hood into a woman, which that's why I thought I was that. No, yes. So, so after that, forty-five. You're taking five away. I'm taking five away. Right. So Maid Marion is at forty-five, and we have Charlie Chalk at seventy. So, uh, well done, Brewers Fair. I don't even know what's in your play areas now. We could have a leaderboard like the Top Gear reasonably priced car. Just written it in a little notebook, and yeah, I reckon we could have a leaderboard. We got so far. <laughs> the two highlights of the nineties are Charlie Chalk and May Marion and a Merry Men, which takes us ni- n- nicely to light entertainment. We are going to the BBC. We're going for one of their greatest shows of all time. It is Noel's House Party, starring Noel Edmonds. into crinkly bottom oh well that's a sentence you should never say exactly let's go into crinkly bottom so noel's house party what yes. are your memories did you get to watch that or did well you i've, I've also game? picked it because in the backstory of trevor feelgood his dad ray winston walked out in the middle of noel's house party <laughs> I think he might have. He might be allergic to Mr. Blobby, or he it, he thought he might be the star of NTV, and he he just wanted to leave. That is what I've, I've always said. And also, when it was on, I do remember the disappointment of there being a bomb scare one week, and it ruined my Saturday night because I was like, "But I wanted to watch the Noel's Pals by." No one in the house seemed that bothered. It wasn't on. I was like, "But it's not on." So they put a film on, I think, or something. Oh, there was a bomb scare in Noel's house. No, 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 Noel's house wasn't a real thing, is it? It's yeah, it's a studio. I yeah, I know it's a studio. You can still put bombs in studios, like yes. No, I mean in in television centre, I think they had a bomb scare, so it, it got cut off. I thought you had a bomb scare in your house. No, no. Oh. What if? It's me going, but I would watch telly. <laughs> no, come on. I would have watched Noel's house party. What do you, do you remember what film it got replaced with? No idea. I know they replaced it with something else, which I was annoyed by. I think it might have just been a, a repeat of another episode. <laughs> Well, there's a touch of something different, a little bit of Christmas in the middle of March. And unfortunately, because the circumstance is totally beyond our control, we were unable to bring you my house party this evening. However, a big reminder, we have got a fantastic show for the last of the series. It'll be on at the usual time next week. And that Eddie Large gotcha, which we've been talking about for so long, is going to be quite magnificent. So make sure you're there for my house party next week. We've got just a little bit of time here on BBC One this evening to bring you Tom and Jerry. And I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, this is Zoot Cat. I'll tell you what did annoy me about Noel's house party more than anything is when they used to surprise the family. Do you remember that? Yes. When they're all be sat around the TV and like, oh, you're on the screen. It's like you would have had to have a TV crew in there. Yes, because I watched Anton Deck this week and it was clear that the parents had been told, but the kids hadn't because they were like, look, look, you're on the telly. It's like, yeah, no, you've spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, but you can't just have people filming stuff in your house without permission. No. Especially in the 90s, you need a lot of specialist equipment. Yes. What I didn't like about Noel's house party was, I can see it's really going to rank high, isn't it? Because we've basically said what we don't like about it, is that Mr Blobby, the joke to begin with, was that he was a gotcha and Noel would get into the Mr Blobby suit at the end 
and then gotcha people and get it all wrong. And then he became a character himself. It's like, no, no, I'm not having this. You were, it was funny when you did it then, but I'm not having you as a character. I uh, remember one Christmas from my nan getting a Mr. Blobby VHS, which was just edited episodes of Noel's house party of Mr. Blobby. And it was an hour and a half long. It's the worst VHS ever. And it only has like five minutes of new material at the beginning. And it didn't have like him saying anything. It was just blah, 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 blah. And then he knocked over like a wall and then it went into it. And I watched that probably up to about 70 times. I had on VHS The Muppets with Peter Sellers singing cigarettes and whiskey. So there's a there's a six-year-old going to mum and dad, mum, mum, come and have cigarettes and whiskey again. And I've listened to it now and I'm like, yeah, I like this tune. I can understand why I want to keep putting it back on again. <laughs> they bang the drums and the, the Muppets go up and down. It's like, yes, that's what I want. See, that's good. That, that's it. That's a good VHS to own. Like, not just cut scenes of Mr Blobby. And I've done a bit of research into Mr Blobby recently. He had seven VHS specials, seven VHS specials. He also had a watcher at one point where they caught out Mr. Blobby at home with his family. And for a short period of time, I don't know if you know this, a place called Sir Blobbin, where he had his own theme park. Yes, I remember that when he, no one thought, yeah, I want to cash in on this. I'm going to make Disneyland with Mr. Blobby. <laughs> So what a lovely. stupid idea. Well, apart from cheap, 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 it, that was the stupidest idea he's ever had. That is a pretty stupid idea. I mean, I mean, Noel's, Noel, Noel's Edmonds, Noel Edmonds, he's a great guy, but I think Mr. Blobby was a step too far. I'm going to mark it down for that. <laughs> oh, have you watched the clip? Ross Noble, I was about to say Ross Noble told me about it, but he had an interview and he said about it where it was Noel's HQ and Noel is moaning at someone called Mr. Vandenbowles. And he says Mr. Vandenbowles like 10 times during it, ranting at him, going, I'm not doing this job for the money. I'm not actually being paid to do this job, Mr. Vandenbowles. And it's the best thing on, on the internet. You, everyone must find it. I need to give that Mr. Vandenbowles. I might even edit it in to the podcast so people can hear that. Could, could you edit it in now? Yes, I'll edit it in now. We invited the council to come on the show. They declined. Their head of press, Jim Vandenbos, actually said, we don't talk to entertainment shows like yours. Well, actually, Mr Vandenbos, I've got a message for you. Don't th simply think this is an entertainment show and decide then that you don't want to talk to us. Because Mark Prince and the fight against knife crime didn't just turn around and dismiss us as an entertainment show. Actually, I created this show. I do not get paid a penny to do this show. I decided, no fee, I wanted to put my heart and soul into it because I want to fight people like you and your council because I think you're at the heart of what is wrong with this country. I know I'm right. Nick Clegg, he's behind us. David Cameron has given us a statement. And wait for this Wealdon District Council and Mr Vandenbos, who would sneer at what we're doing here, because you're sneering at millions of other people in this country. Just remember, by the way, you're a public servant. Who pays your money? Oh, that was funny, wasn't it? Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah. Brilliant. I love the way nothing we've not touched on any of the shows that we're meant to so far. But that's well, we have. We talked about Noel's, we talked around Noel's house party. What, what is it with guns in the 90s? It's no more guns anymore. Guns or guns? Guns. Green. I, uh, I, I had quite an incident with some guns in my early years working on holiday parks where I filled, filled up a guns tank. And if you're listening at home and you're thinking, how do I make guns? Well, there's two ways. You can make it by a shaving foam stick, by just grating that into some hot water, whisking it up and putting the smallest bit of food dye in there. But if you don't have the time to grate up one of those shaving foam sticks, you can just put powdered milk in there and add some food dye. But I was working with a guy. <laughs> have I told you this story before? No. I'm not, I'm not going to mention the name of what the show was for, but he's quite big on TV now. Oh, is it Dave yeah. Benson Phillips? This is a Dave Benson Phillips. No, oh, damn. 
two gunge tanks and we were given two litre bottles of food dye and the powdered milk. And the guy who was working on the crew just tipped the entirety of the food dye into the buckets of the powdered milk and we dyed one kid orange and one kid blue. <laughs> it literally was like concentrated food dye. Oh, it was a great, but he looked like an Oompa Loompa. He, he did win the game show, but he, he lost out on that holiday. He had the best holiday ever. He got free gifts and everything, but I won't say where the place is. It might be in the show Entertainer, because I forgot about that story up until now. There's, there's a secret ingredients for guns in this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, this, I think you just need to like understand. Like, I think when making guns, people need to understand that you need to add a bit of water to the food dye or it's very concentrated. And on skin, it can last forever. And I do remember a poor entertainer just trying to scrub this kid's face with a sponge to try and get more of it. Come on! Come on! Clean! Oh, bless. So these are all great memories. Great me- Anything else that you remember from Noel's house party? Before well, we the guns tank was sort of like on some kind of roller coaster thing that the person would go up and go around and get guns and come back down again, I yeah. think. And... Two people from the bill used to come on and knock on the door every week, which yeah. with their with their catchphrase, "I had chips with that," which was high comedy in the nineties. And and randomly, Boise from Only Fools and Horses used to turn up every now and then. It is weird. With like, why, <laughs> why, why, Boise? <laughs> you know what people are on about all these Marvel crossovers now? Go and imagine the excitement of watching Saturday Night TV and seeing Boise from Only Fools and Horses turn up on another show. Yeah, well, I found a picture of Del Boy and Rodney on the set of EastEnders, and I was like, that is a crossover. Not Marvel characters going into Marvel. That is not a crossover. That is just Marvel characters being in a Marvel film. Don't get me started on this. It's not a crossover. What crossover do you want to see? If you could see anything- Well, if Marvel was in DC, then that would be a crossover. But or on the buses meets Peep Show. <laughs> on the buses meets Peep I was improvising, and that was the first thing that came up. I don't know. Last of the summer wine and Mrs. Brown's boys. Do you know what? It's going to happen soon. Do you know what? Last of the summer wine used to be that show where they put all the old people to see their career off. Now it seems to be still open all hours. And also, this seventh series of still open all hours, there was only ever three series of open all hours. So. (laughs) What a noise! 
what annoys me the most is that I'm not disrespecting the writer at any point, but Granville would not turn into Arkwright. Granville would be Granville still. He wouldn't be just Arkwright now. That's basically what they've done to him. It's this Jim. It's not Jim Davison. It's David Jason thinking, oh, I was good as Ronnie Barker. I could do what he used to do. No, you can rock. You can do, but not that. No. Oh, I also love the way you said that, like you're at a comic book convention. It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. He had a different arc. He learned from his mistakes. But you're right, he wouldn't. No. Like Fleabag, the second series, when she, she realises that looking into the camera is actually a plot device and the vicar can see it. It's like, no, no I'm not having it. This is just Chris rants at television, isn't it? Chris rants at television. <laughs> it's true. In the second series, she sort of goes, oh, it's actually, people can actually see me when I look to camera. But no, they can't. It's a plot de- It's a device to do jokes. Like Harry Hill. You don't think Harry Hill thinks, Oh, there's an audience looking through the camera. Oh, don't, this should be called Don't Get Me Started. Don't Get Me Started. Well, the other thing with that is where it annoys me and Family Guy in later series, where all of a sudden people can hear Stewie and, Stewie, and then people can't, and then they can't, and then they can't. And that is never, ever dealt with properly, <laughs> ever. And it does for nothing. It really does. It's got either you can hear him or you can't. Like, there we go. You're better than that, Family it's, Guy. You're better yeah, it's than you- it should be only Brian can hear him. That's been the only rule. Which is fine, because there's enough characters in the rest of the show. It doesn't, like, oh. The joke of Stewie is that no one else can hear what he's saying. Is the joke, isn't it? And he's saying horrendous stuff. That's the yeah. irony. He's and she's going, oh, look, look, he's being really cute. And he's going, get off me, mother. Yeah. And stuff like that. And that joke has been lasting at least 25 years now. Yes. So anyway, what... Rating would you give Noel's house party? Right, so out of 90, bearing in mind, like, it did ruin my childhood. And also looking back, going, why the hell did my nan buy me Mr Blobby on VHS? I'm, I'm, I'm mm. In my mind, I'm imagining it as, like, a pink VHS with loads of spots on. But I remember it was one of those BBC videos, so my guesses are that probably was not true. Uh, well, it, in the, the 90s Disney film that everyone would get, was Aladdin, because I like Robin Williams. But no, not my mum. I got the Little Mermaid. Why? Why have I got the Little Mermaid for? <laughs> Still annoys me. Oh, but also, Prince Eric is voiced by Chris Barnes, which is a fact that I always bring up to everyone. That's quite cool. And that's quite a yeah. cool thing. Not actually me, but... Yeah, but like Chris Barnes, like Prince Eric. That's smooth. Yes. I've also been confused by an act- with an actor. I've actually got a... TV credit in a Robert, what's he called? He was in my family. Robert Lindsay. Robert Lindsay sitcom called Ball. There's a there's a thing on this website that says that I was in it and I was I was playing the vicar. I wasn't. It's I'm not me. You as the vicar is one of the greatest roles of all time ever. Like, <laughs> why has that never happened before? It says I'm a I'm a comedian, a podcaster, an editor. I thought yes, most weeks I am just an editor. Could I have to find that. Not- with a new character called Reverend Feelgood. The Reverend Feelgood. Hello. <laughs> Reverend well, Feelgood. It would be quite easily on the costume. Just wear black the whole time and a white dog colour. Oh, definitely. You should definitely do that, man. Right, let, let, let's do the mark. Let, let's mark up Noel's house party. I want to give it 50 because I think that mm. VHS did ruin my childhood a bit. I know it's not for Noel. Well, it is. He, he made it. For Trevor, because it ruined his childhood because his dad left, I'm going to make, I'm going to give it 20. So it's not as good as you think it was. So, so we give it Noel's house party 30 out of 90. Yes. I think I went too high. I, I didn't understand the rules at the beginning. I would have given Charlie Chalk lower if I'd known how it was going to go later on. <laughs> Charlie Chalk's winning. It's 70%. The problem is there was never any ball pits for Noel's house party. So at Noel's house party, I'm giving you 30. It's in the book. It's like an audio room 101, isn't it? Just get in there, you piece of shit. It feels like a concept. You know when someone turns up to one of those TV things and doesn't really have any ideas and it just happens. We know full well in a few weeks... This will be one of those ideas that does that. If this goes on, Dave, hosted by Josh Winnicombe and Robert Lindsay. Ju- Judy Love, I'll, I'll be very annoyed. <laughs> Josh Winnicombe and Judy Love. <laughs> Just rating every show out of the 90s, <laughs> out of 90. That's, that, that'd be it. 
So yeah, that's, so yeah, Jody Love, yeah, you like the 90s? Yeah, I was born in the 90s, aren't you? I can do impressions, yeah. I just choose not to. Good. I can't, oh, Roddy, believe it. Sorry. That was good, man. Can we have a bit more of Whittacombe? Well, more of Whittacombe? I don't know. Well, I'm on the last leg, aren't I? Oh, look at this thing I found on the internet and stuff. Nah. It, it, the, the impression goes just as, oh, oh, that, that voice did. <laughs> it's he sneaks in then. Oh, we did. It's almost like being possessed. <laughs> he he is your venom. I uh, he's actually written a book about neighbours, hasn't he? And nineties TV and what he's learnt from it. Oh, are you suggesting that what I've just said will happen? Well, I'm saying it might happen, but he might have thought of it first. Oh, oh yeah, hasn't he? Because you sell it. He was giving sweets to loads of celebrities with a book and saying, "Oh look, here's some old sweets for you." Oh, that that's a good. That's a great concept. Well, uh. Snick it off Whittaker. <laughs> He's nobody, is he? He's just uh, Henry VIII's 10th cousin. He's no one. Yeah. And I look like Henry VIII, so it's worked out perfect for all of us. Gosh, callback. That's a callback from something no one understands. <laughs> but I think that does understand. We, had, we need to finish. We need to finish this show with your headline, your prime time, your prime time show. Remember the days of clicking on the teletext going 888 and watching it with subtitles because you didn't want to miss a thing. Well, I'm going to bring you a sitcom, a sitcom that we all love, sitcom that we've all adored, and it might not have aged as well as you thought, and trust me, it has not. The sitcom I'm bringing to you right now, you've probably read it in the description. If you haven't, you probably clicked on this, or you probably listened to another podcast, and it's overrun into this one. Pod- <laughs> so- Do you know how podcasts work? This bit will not be at the beginning. No. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Is it all on cassettes? Yes, VHSs. VHSs. The show I'm bringing to you is the magnus opus of comedies, Men Behaving Badly. What what are your opinions on men behaving badly? I used to think it was really funny if I was watching it on my own. But I remember Christmas Day when Gary decided he was going to have a little um, five-finger discount to himself with my <laughs> nan and my granddad, and everyone sat around. At that point, I knew what it was, but I was like, oh, what's he doing? Oh, so I was like, can I go to bed, please? <laughs> I don't want to sit there watching him bang away. Martin Clunes bang away on Christmas Day. He spoiled on Christmas Day for me. <laughs> Martin Clunes spoiled yeah. my Christmas Day. Well, that's the name of the that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, people watching. It's true. Yeah, it was. It was Christmas special, and they decided to have. I think they had loads of complaints afterwards. You know that Harry Enfield was in it originally. They got they brought in Neil. Ah. Oh, What's his face? Neil Buchanan. Not Neil Buchanan. That would have been good, wouldn't it? That would have been amazing. He would have is made this, a, this is a sexy bird? This is a sexy bird. This is... <laughs> Maybe even badly. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, Neil Buchanan. He was great. He, he, those big art attacks. Mm. There has never been any better TV in the history of television than those big art attacks. No. I have a story about Finders Keepers, which... Joseph Berkshire went to go and see it, one of my friend, and I swear, I think it might be the Mandela effect, I swear I remember him seeing him in the audience. I can't find it online, but I swear, I swear. I even met him before I met him. He was at the same school as me, and he stood in front of a helicopter for his um, school photo. I was like, I remember you. You were in front of the helicopter, weren't you? He's quite remem- memorable. Why, why did he stand in front of a helicopter? For I, I don't know. We didn't get it. We were the same... Day, we didn't get a helicopter. <laughs> what? I know. When you say his school photo. Yeah, that's, that's, sorry, no, not just him on his own behind a helicopter. I mean the whole, his class in front of a helicopter. Oh, sorry, in behind a helicopter. Just a big picture of him as he goes. I just said, I just said in front of. The helicopter wasn't in the foreground. It, it was behind them. It, 
<laughs> Budgie the helicopter wasn't in front of them. Budgie the helicopter. There you go. That, that that's another. Doing this, I've just realised that my character isn't as weird as my real life is. <laughs> when sometimes when you say stuff, I think that is weirder than anything you've said on stage. Like, especially in the last week, there's been two incidents that I won't bring up here because I'm waiting for them to come out again. But there's something you said that made me think, bloody hell, that's not normal. And I'm pretty sure you feel the same. So, men behaving badly. What are your memories of men behaving badly? I remember when they used to get a they used to put their cushion over their I remember that as well. Also, like, watching it back as well, like, going, those men were behaving badly. And also, they used to just do stupid stuff, but there was no, nothing ever happened. You know what? There was no kind of, like, oh, you're in trouble now. They just were able to get away no. with it, which made me think as a young man going, oh, it's going to be great being a being like a grown-up you can just do whatever you want and get away with it turns out you're gonna say you're gonna end up living next to leslie ash i don't don't mind living next door to leslie ash lovely woman also uh jim thompson not jim thompson ah john thompson john thompson (laughs) jim thompson is in that and i forgot how good he is as the barman in member yes he's He's good in everything he should be more famous than he is like, probably one of the greatest comedians ever. Do you know what? I'm going to give that 20 more points just for him being in it. <laughs> yeah, let's just make sure it get it beats uh, Charlie Shaw. <laughs> Which is currently, listeners, is in the lead with 70 points. Also, can we just say this is the pilot episode and the scores will change. We will remove this. Basically, I don't want Charlie Shaw to win by the end. Why don't you say that? But you were the one that awarded Charlie Shaw most of those high points. I did, and I regret it now. It's like Brexit. I, I want to take it back. I want a recap of Charlie uh, Chalk. I bet you do. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you thought it was funny to have a big old sneeze in the middle of London, didn't you? Do you think Mrs Brown's Boys is dirtier than Men Behaving Badly? Because I think Men Behaving Badly is filthier than Mrs I, Brown's Boys. I think Mrs Brown's Boys has its moments, like the early series where she's being like waxed in the cupboard and stuff. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and it's some good stuff in it. But the problem with Mrs Brown's Boys for me is it's very similar to when the whistle blows from extras to the point like they've ripped it off. I'll be honest. It is a bit. I've I've had a chuckle at Mrs Brown's Boys, but as a comedian, I can never admit to liking it. But it, it, there are some episodes you think, did you actually have an idea when you came with this? I love the way I'm saying that right now on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> like, like do, you, do you ever watch it and think, well, what was the story? The Halloween one where, yeah. like, her husband was coming back to haunt her, but it was actually one of the sons. And it, yeah, they couldn't even be asked to recast the dad as someone else. They just got one of the sons that can't act anyway doing a different yeah. character. Oh, that's a good gig, isn't it? That's nepotism at its best, isn't it? Be- being born to Mrs Brown. I realised what I said then. There was one with a murder mystery over Christmas and the punchline to the thing was that Winnie told everyone that she was the murderer, so they all wrote it down. It's like, is that the, that the big payoff for this whole thing? And it's not even mentioned again. It just go back to another scene. I'll tell you this, though. Like, during the lockdown, when there was no gigs and nothing was happening... There was one episode when they were talking about how important comedy was and how it changes life. <laughs> cry. And I think at that point, I don't know if it was my mental health rearing you, its head. You cried. All I was thinking was, he was going, he was saying, oh, if, if you're getting sad, turn to television. Like, only fools and horses, 40 towers. Um, and we'll be there. I thought, yeah, there's one of them that's not like the other, is there? You can't compare yourself to the, the other two that you've just said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is, that is the equivalent of me going like, if you do like comedians, you can follow me, Stuart Lee, Bill Bailey. <laughs> Putting yourself in quite a high-ranking thing, isn't it? I'm as good as any fools and horses, is basically what you were saying. Yeah. Oh, trying to be really heartfelt thing was actually... I, the heartfelt stuff is also I don't like because it's been a cartoon until that point. You, I don't feel any empathy for them. There was the bit the other day where Del Boy, Raquel was giving birth and he takes him over to the window and says, you're going to have everything because your dad's been mucking about for years and stuff. I was like, yeah, because you're a proper person. You're not a character yeah, yeah. in a week. 
And also, can I like say that it's beautiful that you said that episode was the other day. I think that aired in 1992. No, no, it was on UK Gold. It's always on UK Gold. Oh, come on. Please. Do you, do you don't you think I'm going to pay out for Britbox, do you? No. no so, I don't think anyone has. Unless you really all they've got on UK Gold at the moment is four episodes of Dad's Army that they play for over and over again. And uh, Only Fools and Horses. No men behaving badly. Yeah. No, and weirdly, uh, Heidi High, which yeah. is, is an interesting mix of things to bring back. Also, wouldn't you bring just... back the ain't half hot mum? Bring that back. Bring back the ain't half hot mum. <laughs> well, oh, also, also the Snyder, the Snyder cut unedited. Don't cut anything out. No, no, no. Put it. Leave it all in. I don't. I don't think they'd be allowed to legally bring back it. Ain't half hot mum. Bring it back. Wouldn't you love to see? there like first thing in the morning when UK gold start when the sun rises and just do a tally of how many people are actually still alive in all of their shows because I reckon if you were to go back there's only five actors still with us dad's army is two I think John Lavender and the vicar are still about really that's it John Lavender and the vicar this is this is gone this is gone dark isn't it it has gone dark, and we still haven't rated Men Behaving Bad. I was going to tell you so much more about it, that there was no consequences to anything that they did, really. They no. They get away with quite a lot of stuff. Wasn't Kylie Minogue in one of the episodes? Kylie Minogue, or was that... Uh... Or was that Rico Dibley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not blow the load just yet. <laughs> <laughs> don't be bringing in Dibley just now. Uh, well, I don't know, there's a few good episodes. There's a few funny lines, or... In it. I, I do like the episode where they steal a massive fish in one. Oh, yeah. That's pretty well, that, good. That was always my dream when I got drunk, which was trying to get something as big as that home. I thought it's impossible. Two, Four people must have dragged that in to the studio to get it in. No, I think a traffic cone. I've got that almost two streets from my house and then thought, oh, sod it, and dropped it. What What is the greatest thing you've ever nicked on a night out? I don't know why I'm telling you this story because it's probably libelous, but I've gone through this phase of if I have a good gig, I want to take a pint glass with me. Mm-hmm. And it's got a bit out of hand, but I lost my nerve in uh, Up the Creek a few months back where I asked a guy behind the bar and actually bought one of the glasses. Yeah, it looks amazing. Like It is amazing to have an Up the Creek glass, but yeah. Isn't it silly, those collectible things, like going like, why do I need a glass from every good gig? Yes. I take one from a bad gig. I've got a drawer down there of loads of leaflets from all the gigs I used to do at the beginning. I was like, no, you don't need a memento from everything. You don't even remember what it was by the end. Did, did you take anything from the Phoenix last Friday? I did. I, I um, took my dignity back home with me. Okay, where'd you find that? <laughs> <laughs> it was upstairs. <laughs> oh, this, this has gone down a rather dark road, but I like it. We need to uh, we need to give it the final mark, don't we? If I remember how yes. badly. What, I'm what, giving it eighty. Don't think it should get eighty because of the sexism oh. in it. So oh, right. I don't know. I, I'm thinking. Yeah, but is this is this today? Sure. Is this today's Adam rating it, or is it nineties Adam? Today's Adam rating yeah. it. Uh, it could be nineties Adam. I don't know. Oh, right. This is the problem that we have with this. Like the way it stands at the moment. In the book of greatest 90s TV shows, we have Mate Marion and a Merry Men at 45. We have Noel's House Party at a really low 30. And then we have Charlie Chalk at 70. So I still don't want to get remember even badly. Not a silly high score. I think 60. I think we're going to have to go with it. Yes. And, and then it will roll on to next week. So on this episode, Charlie Chalk is the greatest 90s show of the 90s. And it wasn't even one we picked to talk about in the first place. It wasn't. It's, it's come from behind and stolen it. <laughs> badly. To be honest, I think Charlie Chalk probably finished better than Lost did. It didn't have one polar bear on the island. It, it didn't, and people could go and still see him in Brewer's Fair. I wonder if that would come back. I wonder if someone would go, do you know what, we can bring back Charlie Chalk. Yes. <laughs> Lots of TV shows. Do you remember watching the final episode or anything? Yes. Oh, I, I remember what? the Only Fools and Horses. No, no, I mean like a kid's show. Do you know what, though? Funnily enough, and we'll probably talk about him next week, Arthur has finally ended, mm-hmm. and at the end episode... Uh, they're all grown up 20 years later and Arthur's written a book about his life. Oh. The beginning, which is also the plot to episodes you see them. 
Uh, it is, yes. But I remember watching Willy Fogg when I was younger, and I don't think I ever saw him get home again. Or it might have cancelled <laughs> before then. Soy Willy Fogg, apostador, ese juega con honor, la vuelta al mundo. Aventurero y gran señor, jugador y casi siempre ganador. Aquí estoy, soy Rigodón, yo chico el campeón, yo soy Romy, dulce y fiel, y vivo enamorada de la cuenta atrás ya comenzó, llegaremos sí o no, mi vuelta al mundo va a empezar. Son 80 días, son 80 nada más. Worrying about what happened to Willie Pog. Well, I've seen other, I've seen David Tennant's version and I've seen Steve Cougar with Jackie Chan, which is an amazing version. So there's not more kung fu in it than there is in the in the cartoon version. Yeah. And um, I think in the book he de- does get home just in time. But uh, I, I, I remember, no, wasn't Willie Fogg around the world in 80 days? Was that the sequel or the prequel to Journey to the Center of the Earth? I think so, yes. See you yes. later, guys. I hope you've enjoyed it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.